Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Good morning from New York City. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, and Chris Canny now with us here. Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. Happy Friday, guys. And it is a Friday. And by the way, way, um, we had had an argument before again, Chris. Another argument. What about this time? No, it's the same thing. It just same it just, argument. Yeah, just he won't gets, let it go with it, the Jordan. He will not let it go. We got calls on it, and then and then we had we had uh, uh, David Kaplan join us, and then he brought up something that we're both now we're, now he and I are now on the same no, side no, fighting against him. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got bad, but you know what though? We did we did get a, a tweet from Alex Anderson though, because we had an exchange. So he he uh, he put the dialogue in the tweet. So I said, "What's in that cup over there?" Because he was saying <laughs> some nonsense, and then Bart said a little bit of lean. <laughs> Wow. And then Alex Anderson said, this is why I get up to watch KJZ every morning. Okay. So, All right. At least we are doing – What's doing in Barscott's cup? Are you not entertained? Yeah, we need to get that test. Are you not entertained? This we're, is not gonna, what you came and tuned in to see. You did. You know what else you, Bart, Bart Scott on a 12? I mean, who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> who doesn't want to see yeah. that? Sometimes you exactly. say to people, you're at a 10, I need you at a 7. Yeah. Bart, when he's at a 10, no, nah, I need you to just crank you, it up to 12. Crank, crank it up, it up on to a Friday, too? On a Friday, Woof. no doubt about that's that. Dangerous. That's dangerous. That's living dangerous. Are you not entertained? <laughs> but, but you, so, so Chris, I, I don't know if you – I don't think you were privy to this interview we did yesterday with Jeff Darlington, right? I, you came in after the fact, and we were talking with Jeff about – uh, and he's the ESPN NFL reporter. And we were talking to him about the 49ers pick at number three and how Justin Fields is having now this second pro day and the Niners reportedly will be there for it. And Darlington was talking about the Niners pick, just saying how we already know who they're taking, like we got we have a good feel for who they're taking. And it's like, I had to stop him. And just like, say the name. Say the name, Jeff. Mm. Say the name. Who is it? Do you really, really believe, Mac Jones, you really believe that? His answer, I, I want you to react to his answer. Take a listen. I think the Niners are smart to do all of the due diligence that they're doing. I do not expect them to draft, though, Justin Fields. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is fully locked in here. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, what, what's another flight, you know? Uh, get those Marriott points. But <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see them when drafting you, when Justin you say, Fields. When you say locked in, are you saying Mac Jones? Please don't. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm saying Mac Jones. And you know what? No, no, but he did it. It was like, like, like you, know, like you make bit, someone say, little... put it out in the world, say it, put your name yeah, on it. And he was yeah, like, he, I... he didn't say it with his chest right there if that's what you're trying to get at, Al. But here's the thing, though. This is what nobody can explain to me because I understand that all these draft analysts, everybody is saying that Mac Jones is going to be the pick at three. I get that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, they wouldn't move up unless they had a couple of quarterbacks that they actually liked in this year's class. But, Bart, you know this. In the weeks leading up to the draft, there's so much that happens. Why would you telegraph who you're going to take if you're the 49ers? Like, why would you let it be known that Mac Jones is our guy, knowing that there are two other teams that are picking in front of you? Like, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We know this is silly season. We know people throw up a lot of smoke screens around this time. I'm not saying that that's what's happening here, but I just have a hard time believing that they put that much draft capital out there to put themselves in position to get the quarterback that they love, and they're going to let the entire football world know it before we get to the draft in late April. Listen, I mean, you think about Kyle. This, he's a second-generation Shanahan, right? So they've been in the business of football 
for a long time. And they understand how the disinformation period works, right? So you want people to get all this disinformation. Oh, we're not, we're at his pro day. We're not at Phil's. Knowing that Phil's is going to have a second pro day gives you an opportunity to put the smoke screen out there. Yeah, because they found out that information before they went to Mac Jones's pro day because Mac Jones and Justin Fields had the pro day on the same day. Exactly. So when you think, when you think about it, right? The narrative on Kyle Shanahan is he's a quarterback whisperer, right? He makes good quarterbacks great. So the, the, the narrative on Matt Jones is that he's a ready-made product, right? Most uh, Alabama products are, right, because they receive great coaching, pro-like style offenses, and they learn everything, right? So he's, he's about as close as a finished product. He's ready to play right now. But you're keeping J- Jimmy G. So that's not a positive, right, because you think about Jimmy G's going to be there for a year. If you're such a quarterback whisperer, developer of talent, why wouldn't you take somebody with a higher ceiling, right? That's not proven. Like, this is not why we brought you in, to take somebody that's ready to compete and play and pretty, pretty much bring somebody that's going to play like Jimmy G or maybe a slight ahead of Jimmy G and not offer you the, the evolution of the quarterback position. A guy like Trey Lance offers you that. A guy like Justin Fields offers you that. So if you're such a whisperer and this guy may not be as, as ready or as good as Mac Jones right now, he should be twice as better than him tomorrow because of the coaching that he's going to receive from you. So the fact that you're all in for Matt Jones does nothing for me as an organization because I'm saying, listen, anybody could have brought him in and got out of him what you got out of him. I want to see special. I want to see yellow jacket. It's no yellow jacket potential of Matt Jones. It is in Trey Lance. It is in Justin Fields if, you know, because what they offer to the game, the evolution, where the game is going, not where the game has been. If we had a draft right now and you had the first 10 picks of the draft, how many people right here are picking Matt Ryan? Good quarterback, but nobody's picking him because that's not what they're looking for. They're not looking for a guy that's going to stand up tall in the pocket and deliver the football. That's, 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 well, I, I, that's I, I, just part one. You're, you're saying say, Mac Jones is a safe pick. Is that what you're saying? That's He's what the I'm safe saying. safe pick and you don't move versus all the, way. the risk pick, which is take the guy that has the higher ceiling, yes. but you've got to now invest in getting him there. Right, and if you're the quarterback whisperer, that's why we hired you. Right, because you're supposed to take good talent, raw talent, and you're supposed to mold it to something that we've never seen. So right now, if, if we we're picking those quarterbacks, we wouldn't pick Matt Ryan. Now, that is an attribute that you want, that Matt Ryan can deliver the ball, strong arm, all that stuff, but that's a given. We expect that out of our quarterbacks. What we don't expect is that other uh, component, that ability to extend plays, off-schedule plays, throw it off different platforms. That's why we're talking about the Jets at number two taking Zach Wilson because of the potential, what he can do, where the game is. It's not going to be perfect pockets anymore because of the defenders are so great, so special. It used to be that it just was great pass rushers on the outside, but because guys like Aaron Donald, because of guys that play the five technique like like uh, J.J. Watt, you got to have a guy that can step up, step out, and be able to create. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw Mahomes. He had nobody at tackle. He was doing parrots and still being able to deliver the ball down the field. Trey Lance, Justin Fields offers you those attributes. Mac Jones, really? So you gave up all that to move up to get a guy that you could have got if you were in the same place. And if he don't work out, you get fired. Well, here's what I will say, just to push back a little bit on the Mac Jones thing. I don't know what that kid's career is going to be like. I'm not going to say whether or not he's going to have a gold jacket at the end of it. What I will say is this. 
Coaches oftentimes will draft players that remind them of guys they've had success with in the past. I played for Bill Parcells. That was one of the things that he always said. I was the guy that reminded him of Leonard Marshall being that stack defense, five technique uh, type of player. Mm -hmm. With with Mac Jones, I mean, there are a lot of similarities to Matt Ryan, the guy that you just brought up. And Kyle Shanahan had a lot of success with Matt Ryan when he was the coordinator down there in Atlanta. So I think there is something to be said for that. But the other side of that coin and where I will tend to agree with you is when you start looking at the players side by side, I just feel like Justin Fields or Trey Lance have more upside just because those guys represent where the game is going for that particular position. Steve Young talks about it all the time. Quarterbacks today have to be able to take advantage of the free yards that are out there. Based on the rules of the game and how spread offenses work, there are a lot of opportunities for the quarterback to pull the ball down, be able to run, convert, get first downs, extend the down Mm -hmm. to create big plays down the field. You got to have quarterbacks that have that ability to have those second reaction plays to make those off schedule plays. I don't see that in Mac Jones as much as I do in guys like Justin Fields, like Trey Lance, he's, like Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, who are expected to go with the first two picks. Yeah, he's you putting no it. pressure on me. I'm putting as a defender, it's no pressure on me. I can cheat the game. I don't have to worry about this dude booting out. I hope you do boot out. I got something for you. Please get out in open space where you're protecting. You're a runner. Your sternum is going to be behind your spine. How about that? But these guys can maybe make me miss in space. So now I have to be more disciplined. If I'm the backside defensive end, I can't just flatten down the line of scrimmage because this guy might actually pull it, right? I don't worry about boots and waggles. I don't worry about that because I'll, I'll run him down. See, so, like, that's what I'm talking about. And you talk about if you don't evolve in this game, and that can get you fired trying to get somebody that remind you of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, I think it's the safe pick versus a pick that has the higher potential, but it's a lot more pressure on you to make sure you get that potential out of that player. And we've seen a lot of quarterbacks come through where that not necessarily uh, happened. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, coming to you live from Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, Allen Hahn, Bart Scott, Chris Canny in for the guys. So coming up next, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, all need to be paid. But who will be the guy to actually cash the checks? That's next, KJZ, ESPN Radio. Justin Fields is not falling, but he doesn't feel like a lock to be the second pick, which is what it felt like he was before this season began. He's a victim of Ohio State black quarterbacks not doing well, period. Like, it's no other way to say it. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. KJZ presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Chris Canty, Bart Scott here with you. Uh, some some breaking news to share with you. Uh, Prince Philip has passed away this morning at the age of 99. Uh, a statement from the royal family that is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen has announced the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. He was 99 years old, and you can go to abcnews.com for more coverage. We continue with our show, and uh, the topic we were discussing on the football front is that you have Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen, all from that quarterback class, and all of them, really all the quarterbacks from that class, is that 50-year option or extension uh, for any of those quarterbacks. Well, obviously, the three I named – Baker Mayfield has gotten the Browns to playoffs and feels like he's their guy now. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Josh Allen has been everything that Bills fans have been waiting for for decades since Jim Kelly. So all of them you look at as givens, right? Like yep. absolute givens. But, Chris, you guys play a game on your show, DCR, yep. here in, in New York on uh, 98.7 <laughs> ESPN, which is a great show. It's on in the morning. That's why you're up so early. But it's a. No, I listened to it on my way in. But it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, okay, I wasn't fun, sure whether or not you were throwing some shade. No, it's a fine show. Talk, okay. Talking about the post egg this morning, bro. Okay. I listen. I'm a fan. Okay, I appreciate. Hey, come it. Come on, man. I, I don't know, Bart. No, sometimes, man. I'm a, good, I'm a great. Sometimes you team deliver man. those backhanded compliments. Yeah, I'm a great team. Don't man, act man. like that's not something that you do. Yeah, but not okay. amongst family. I, I okay. do that amongst family. I wouldn't do that to the world. Okay. No, come on, man. Yeah. No, no, but you guys, you guys have great elements in the show. They're really creative and funny, and one of them is. Cuddle, marry, trash. Yes. Which are, you know, you choose one. Now, the way you guys play it, though, is you give one option, right? And uh-huh. then you choose whether you would cuddle, marry, or trash that that point or option, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We put our own little spin on it. Yeah. It's a so, little bit different, yeah. Yeah, what, what I think would be fun with this, like, here's an example. Like, we have three different quarterbacks. So, let's play cuddle, marry, trash with these three. So, if I gave you, both of you, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen – you have to cuddle one, marry one, trash one. Oh, I like this. I like this. You know let's what I mean? Like, like, so yeah, now you're going to have yeah. to – somebody's going to have some hurt feelings. Yeah, there's somebody that's going right, to be so left out in the cold. Let's begin this. Yeah. Again, choose, choose wisely because some of these guys will get at you on social media. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. We've, we've heard this. So 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number if you want to join the game. If you want to join the game also uh, at <laughs> KeyJNZ on Twitter. 
Or you can tweet one of these guys as well or myself. Twitter handles are on the screen. So, all right, let's begin it. Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Cuddle one, marry one, trash one. Chris? All right, I'll tee it off. I am going to – I got to marry Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is phenomenal. His third year coming of age, completion percentage up, touchdowns up, yards up. I mean, it's just, the guy is just phenomenal. I think he had three games this season with four touchdowns and no interceptions. And that game that he had against the 49ers late in the season, yeah. that one where they were in Arizona, mm-hmm. to me that was his coming out party. That was him putting the rest of the NFL on notice. So I got to marry him. Next up with the cuddle, and this is an aggressive cuddle, Bart, our Baltimore Ravens, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. This is a spoon. This is a spoon. I might stay tonight. Yeah, this yeah, is one yeah. of those types of situations yeah. with Lamar Jackson. Come I mean, back with coffee in the morning. Like, yeah. Like, and then yeah. say goodbye. And I got then, some donuts. And then, then, there, there you go. go. There you go. Yeah, 100%. You do all of that. You go to Starbucks the morning after. Here's the thing, man. I, with Lamar Jackson, you saw it in his rookie year when Joe Flacco stepped down and he took over. Yeah. That team went on a little bit of a run. They were able to make a playoff push. Follows that up with an MVP caliber season. The only thing that's left out there for Lamar to prove is his evolution as a downfield passer, particularly outside of the numbers. I think that will come when they add more weaponry around him. (laughs) But, I mean, you got to like what Lamar Jackson is bringing to the table. It's unconventional. It's unlike anything we've really ever seen before. But the dude just makes it happen. Uh, And this last one, and I don't want no smoke from this dude because I know how he gets down. I'm not going to even use the word trash. I'm going to politely discard Baker Mayfield. <laughs> politely politely discard. discard. Listen, I got respect. Recycle for, bin. Yeah, exactly. I got respect <laughs> for what Baker did this year. He took a huge yeah. step with Kevin Stefanski, getting his team to the playoffs, winning a playoff game. So now I just think he has to improve that run game really to carry the mail for that offense. I, I want to see some instances when he's actually putting it on him and winning the game for his squad. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no really big disagreements with you. I mean, I definitely uh, – All right, if you're agreeing on all, then let's keep yeah, it moving. Yeah, yeah, all right? yeah, if you yeah, agree yeah, on all, all right, we'll yeah, keep yeah, it moving right. then. All right, next up, cuddle, marry, or trash each of these. Lakers, mm-hmm. Nets, Jazz. Bart, go ahead. You start. Well, well I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, – Don't be disrespectful. Okay, I'm not. Listen, right. I'm going I'm to trash the Jazz, right? Because I, I, even though I love them as a team, it reminds me of those old Stockton, Malone, Hornacek type of um, type of teams, right? They're going to do great because they're coached very well. They always have a great home field advantage there. I think they're 22 and um, eight or 22, something like that. They have a great record at home, but I don't trust 23 them. 23 and two. Yeah, mm. I, don't, I don't trust them in a big moment. I don't trust them in a seven game series as the competition stiffens up. You know, I love that Rudy Gobert is a great wall back there, but. I don't think that he gives you enough a scoring um, standpoint. Jonathan Mitchell is a young star that I think took a step, but I don't believe in him as being able. He he doesn't have a big three, so I I, I think I'm going to trash them. Mm. All right, I'm going to cuddle. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Listen, anybody that's ever dealt with any lower extremity injuries, they don't get better that year. They get better the next year. So I'm worried about Anthony Davis and his ability to stay healthy through the playoffs. And if he is there, I think he's going to be at a limited capacity. He's not going to be the dominant player, arguably the best player on the court, which he was last year in the playoffs in certain instances, which allowed LeBron James to kind of relax and and, and take a a seat back as he allows him to rest because he can take over and dominate, especially when LeBron goes to the bench. So I, I don't think that, you know, I trust them long-term because of the health and because LeBron James, is his shot going to be off? Is is he going to be in rhythm when he comes back from the high ankle sprain? 
I'm going to marry the Nets. Listen, they have an all-star team. You know, uh, they, their second squad can arguably be able to win. We haven't seen a big three together, but the big two, any combination of that is good enough to, I think, to match up against any other stars because of the complementary pieces. Mm-hmm. And I love Aldridge and what he's brought to the table because now it reminds me of, you know, the great Sacramento Kings teams that had Peja and had people around them, and now he can facilitate from the high post. Okay. Agree, Agree across the board. Right. Let's keep it moving. All right, we keep it moving. All right, here's we'll go a little off the board here. Okay. Cuddle, marry, trash. The Super Bowl, March Madness, WrestleMania. Chris? Ooh, I got to marry the Super Bowl because I'm a football guy. Yeah. I got to marry the Super Bowl. What was the second one we had? March Madness. March Madness. I'm going to cuddle that. How could you not love March Madness coming off of what we just had? Yeah. What happened in the Final Four? You got to love that. And I'm sorry, WrestleMania all, all, the, re- what are you all doing? the wrestling fans. I gotta trash oh, WrestleMania. I gotta man. do it. Oh, I man. don't know. I don't know what you're looking at me like that for. I gotta do it. We could be the evolution of Harlem Heat. Okay. You could be Stevie Ray. I could be Booker T. <laughs> five times, five times, five times champion. Are you kidding me? You gonna trash WrestleMania? Some of the greatest one game. Are you talking he about? Should, the, he should work for the WWE. The Pontiac should. should. The, Pony, the should. Pontiac Silverdome. You talking mm. about? Hulk Hogan, Terry Hulk Hogan, slamming Andre the Giant, picking him up into the Raptors. Are you kidding me? They was the only one. They was the only ones getting wins in the Pontiac Silverdome. Man, are you talking about? So what are you trashing? Me, Mark Ellery, because you're definitely talking about March Madness. Who cares? Wow, wow. You talking about Undertaker and his reign? Are you crazy? All right, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. I'm really curious about this one. We debated this one before the show, and I'm just throwing it out there because I think it might spark a little something. Cuddle, marry, trash. That's the game. Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three. All right. I'm marrying Rocky one. How could you not? It's the original. It started the franchise. Got to do that. I'm going to cuddle Rocky two. Yep. Because that's when he actually broke through and he beat Apollo Creed. Correct answer. And I don't want to do this because Mr. T is in the third one. He pities the fool. (laughs) I got to trash Rocky three. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. You I have no choice. Over right, you, Rocky, the, the, the clear, okay. Prediction. Listen, I'm, I'm, marrying, I'm, I'm, I'm marrying Rocky 1. I'm trashing Rocky 2. What? I mean, it's just, come on, man. Like, okay, the rematch, go and stop it, okay? Win? Listen, I got a lot win? of I got a lot of more. I got a lot of when she says win. I got a lot of more. You're talking about when Mick died and he has in the flashback? Hit that back hard three times. I want to use my right hand, Mick. Hit it hard three times. Are you serious? You talk about... Finally going against something that he feared. He didn't fear Apollo Creed. He feared this is about accomplishing and overcoming your fears. You got to think about the subliminal messages within this, man. You, We've all went against something like, you can't win. Like, that's Rocky Four, But I'm not talking about that. I got a lot of more. You got a whole lot of you more. You ain't so bad. <laughs> ain't so you bad. ain't so bad. Ain't so you ain't bad. so bad. You ain't nothing. And then that is, and then, and then you talk about the correlation of really what that was. That was Joe Frazier. I mean, that was George Foreman, basically played by Mr. T. That was his character, and that was Muhammad Ali. I didn't, say, I didn't say I didn't like the movie. Yeah, but I ain't breathing hard. All I'm saying is if I had to trash one of the three, I got to get rid of Rocky listen, three. Listen, I know What's Carl, wrong with that? I know Carl Wellis had before Steve Harvey fake head, he had the perfect microphone afro. I know he had <laughs> Carl the Carl Wellis was in three, too. I know he, he was the I know, one that I, got wrong right. I know right? he had the taco meat, but it wasn't he wasn't the main character. It was his time to shine. Nobody had nobody had the taco meat like Carl Wellis, Action Jackson. I understand that, man, but come on, man. 
I don't know. I got to say, though, I, Rocky Three was my go-to pregame yeah. movie. Like, that was my hype. My hype movie was Rocky Three. I watched it before every game Mick I played. Die, uh-huh. man. In college. But, but I got to also admit, though, the scene on the beach. Oh, yeah. It's just – it's a little, yeah. weird. A little yeah. weird. A little yeah. weird. Yeah. Now, Paul, and Paulie, one of the best moments in the movie, of course, is when Apollo takes his Rocky Three. Apollo takes them to the, I guess it's L.A., right? They go yeah, to L.A. In LA and they yeah. go to train in the gym there. And Paulie, Rocky, and, and uh, um, oh, Apollo. It's, yeah, Paulie and Rocky are the only white guys in there. And Paulie's like, you know, about, okay? we, don't, we don't belong. We, we, I don't like these people, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Rocky said, maybe they don't like you either. Right. Yeah. And he goes, and then Paulie goes, what I ever do to them? Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Like the ultimate, exactly. <laughs> the ultimate comeback. Exactly. That's a, that's a tough one, man. That's like not, if you like power ranking the Rocky movies is not as easy as Rocky think. Four is the no. greatest. And Pat Pat Pat. Rocky by the Four way, has the best music. Has the best music. Oh the yeah. Music in Rocky Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, there is something the about that soundtrack. 4, that yeah, is special. 100%. That's a fun. That, that's a fun game. You could call in again. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. If you have an issue with any of these, including of course the Rocky ones and um, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, I got a problem with that. Yeah, Bart, Bart so had a moment. Trash March Madness. Bart that's, had a moment there. That's madness. It's been better that moments mad- at WrestleMania. That is than, madness. Nah, March Madness. Come on, man. So we, we what we can do is we've got guests coming up. I think we're going to bring in guests on some of these, including I've got a really good one uh, from Michael Collins, who's going to join us later on from the Masters. Okay, and a really good. One. We can ask All him. Right. Field Yates coming up. We can get him involved in this. So this will be fun to continue throughout the show, and we want you to be part of it. I like that basketball movie one too. We as didn't well. Get to. The NBA is on ESPN Radio. Tune in tomorrow night. Harden and the Nets, if he's available, host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So, will the 49ers, what are they going to do at quarterback? And, and are they really going? Is it really Mac Jones? So, we'll discuss that after Sports Center. Now, the one two pitch. Breaking ball in there, strike three, ball. And, and they're saying the victim on the arm. The game is over. It was called a strike initially, but then it was ruled that the ball hit Conforto. Michael gets to first base. That was a call on WCBS in New York. As the Mets win in controversial fashion, they were uh, handed, yes, handed, the winning run on a disputed so hit-by-pitch. For a 3-2 win Thursday over the Marlins, Michael Conforto appeared to stick out his right elbow pad. Yes, it was padded, just enough to get it grazed by a 1-2 breaking ball by Miami closer Anthony Bass. Conforto's the first player with a walk-off hit-by-pitch on a pitch that was in the strike zone since pitch tracking began in 2008. What a way to win your home opener. Justin Rhodes. Justin Rose leads the Masters by four. He shot a seven under 65 on Thursday, and he holds that four-shot lead going into the second round. That lead, after 18 holes, is tied for the largest in in a major tournament since World War II. This is his fourth career first-round lead at the Masters, tying Jack Nicklaus for the most opening-round leads in tournament history. Round two coverage begins 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN and at 8.45 a.m. Eastern on ESPN+. In the NBA, Donovan Mitchell dropped 37 on the Trailblazers. The Jazz took a 122-103 win over Portland. Mitchell scored 78 points in his last two games, the most in a two-game span of his career. The Jazz also improved to 23-2 at home. That's the best home record in the NBA this season. SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It's time for some straight talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. 
Home run in the ninth good. Hit by pitch in the ninth good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Gotcha. KJZ, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Chris Canny, here with you. We'll get to your calls. Load them up. Hit us on Twitter as well. Right now, joined by Field Yates, NFL insider on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Field, good morning. You don't know what you're about to get yourself into. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. How are we doing today? Oh, we're doing great. I'm, I'm setting you up because you just don't know what you're getting yourself into. Before we get to, to, the, to the questions and the comments, we want you to be playing this game that we've been playing. Is that a dog barking? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened there? Was that a dog? He must have got wind of what you were about no, to no, do. No, no, that was a dog like, barking. Hang up yeah, the yeah. Phone. Right? I That's, hope you're okay, man. Did Field hang up? Did he have to hang up? Yeah, Field had to hang up because it sounded like a dog was yeah, like. No, it could be his attack dog, man. Hey, you, yeah, my dog started barking. I got to figure out what the hell going yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah, so, so Alan's voice set the dog off? Is that could've. what you're saying? It could have. Did dog, that happen? That's, your voice is a dog equivalent to a dog, dog whistle? whistle? Well, you always say I have husky. I look like a husky. Yeah, yeah, you know, got a little husky eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Arf, arf. Don't look him in the Hopefully he feels like okay, Prince. and we'll see if we can get him back. We'll see if we can get him back okay. with that. Wow. What were you about to tee up? Well, I know I was gonna, it was CMT. What, yeah, yeah, we were going to tee well, up. I was going to ask him the um, – I was going to ask him Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that's easy. Mm. That's easy. You think that's easy? That's easy. 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 That's Help easy. me out with this one because it's not that easy. Oh, he's easy, back. All right, Fields back. Okay. Field, every, now, let's just check in. Field Yates back with Are us on the okay? Goodyear Hotline. Everything okay? okay? Yeah, you know, it's sort of a perfect storm here. So, uh, my, my dog was being barked at by another dog. However, uh, well, that was not the reason why the call was hung up as I'm walking back into my house. It was because, uh, for some reason, I was hearing barely your voices, but also a soundtrack of something. So, uh, we had two tracks going at once, wow. but now we're all good. We can talk to football. Wow, on our end, it sounded like you were like you had a, a a dog attacking your leg or something, and you just had to go <laughs> had to handle yeah. some business. So I'm glad you're okay. Your dog's okay. That's good too. Uh, oh, so yeah, of course. <laughs> so we're playing this game, cuddle, marry, trash. I think you get the concept of it, right? So we give you three options, and you pick one for each. And we've been having fun with it this morning, so I'm going to throw an NFL one at you. I'm going to give you Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Cuddle one, marry one, trash one. Go. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I hate the concept, to be honest with you guys. Um, <laughs> so I, my, my real answer is none. Um, but here's what I'll do. Is, um, God, I will marry Christian McCaffrey because in the NFL, the ability to play at all four downs as a running back, or at least in three downs consistently, is something that Christian McCaffrey presents. He's the pass-catching running back in the league, perhaps the best pass-catching running back we have ever seen by the time he finishes up with his career. He's unique. He's dynamic. He's an offensive weapon. Uh, what was the other one? Cuddle, trash. What was it? Mary? Yeah. What it was? Yeah. Who are you cuddling? Right. Uh, so who do you I cuddle? suppose I'll cuddle Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry has been the best runner of the in the NFL over the past two years. He's been the most dominant force amongst running backs. And I'll, like, I, I can't say I'm going to cut trash Saquon Barkley. Like, by, by virtue of the rules, I suppose. Put him in the recycle that, bin. That feels, 
it's a lot nicer. Yeah, I, I just it just feels like a very flawed concept. But you know, someone <laughs> coming off of a torn ACL, the most important position where your knee matters, I suppose you kind of have to by default. But uh, again, that's that's a concept that uh, I, if I had my way, I would be pivoting and going a different direction. Yeah, it's too you late to walk it well. back, Phil. You know, Giants fans are going to be in your mentions after this you segment. Handled that well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but what uh, else is new, Chris King? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little something easier for you, Field. Uh, if the Falcons stay with the number four overall pick, who's the guy that they're most likely select? I think it's a quarterback still, and I think that while there is a very legitimate school of thought that a quarterback helps them less than any other investment they can make at pick four, and that Kyle or Jamar Chase, as examples, could totally reshape the complexion of their offense, which is already really good. Uh, I think there's a chance that a quarterback is the most sound investment from a franchise standpoint. So they have a new GM in Terry Fontenot. They have a new head coach in Arthur Smith. It, it sounds like there's an affinity for Matt Ryan still, which is not totally surprising. It's not that Matt Ryan is viewed as a dominant quarterback, but this is also not a situation where you're taking over a team that if Atlanta had, let's say, pick 14 – as opposed to pick four, you would be saying, all right, if they don't get a quarterback this offseason, they're in trouble. No, like Matt Ryan is certainly capable enough to be a starter for at least another year, maybe two, maybe even three, which he has left on his current deal with Atlanta. So my thought is that a quarterback is the best foundational piece investment you can make for the long term. And if you're Atlanta, who knows when you're going to be picking fourth again. And as we've seen, the Ford Niners have shown us already. Uh, you know, I think to a degree we could see even more trades. Even the Sam Darnold trade showed us how, how, how steep of a price a quarterback can be to acquire. So if I'm Atlanta, I'm thinking to myself, I've got an opportunity here to acquire someone that if I don't do it now, I might be paying you know, three times what I could be paying this year to acquire him in 2022 or 2023 or 2024. Phil, so if that's the case – um, and a quarterback falls, and we are anticipating or assuming a lot at three, who would be the choice, do you believe, the better choice at four for Atlanta? Assuming that. Yeah, and if, if it was me, I would be taking Justin Fields from Ohio State. Um, and I just think, you know, I think there's a very good case for him. It's a team he suggested when you guys brought me on the show. I think, I think he might be the second best quarterback in the draft. He could be the best quarterback by the time. It's all said and done. I always think it's important to note that, like, as much as we believe in Trevor Lawrence as a sure thing, you never know based off circumstances and coaching and the players around them and all those things that contribute to a player's success. But I'm a huge believer in Justin Fields. I just think he has a certain special mix of obviously on-field talent, but a nearly stoic, um, unflappable nature to him that I think is going to serve him and his teammates incredibly well. He feels like he's built for it. Uh, built for big game moments. So if I were the Falcons and the board goes Trevor Lawrence and then Zach Wilson and then Mac Jones, I would be thinking Justin Fields. There seems to be some reporting and some suggestions that it would actually be Trey Lance from North Dakota State. And by the way, I'm a Trey Lance believer as well. Uh, so I wouldn't fault Atlanta. I just think that if Justin Fields somehow is available at pick four, that would be an unbelievable value for the Falcons. Field, the Falcons did put up the for sale sign for the number four overall pick earlier this week. What are you hearing about teams that could be in the mix to try to trade up with Atlanta for the for their price? Yeah, I haven't heard anything concrete in terms of teams. I just think that if you use logic, you got to turn to a few candidates here 
So if you're going to be trading up to pick four, the most the best guess is you're moving up for a quarterback. Um, it's not exclusively the teams that will be moving on now, but I do think quarterback is the position that you're most likely in the roar. So the Patriots at pick 15, the Broncos at pick nine, the Bears at pick 19, the Washington football team at pick 20. Those are the four sort of most obvious teams that are too far away, you would think, right now in the draft order to feel comfortable about standing pat where they are and landing a quarterback, but also they kind of need a quarterback. Washington has Fitzpatrick for this year and Dalton in Chicago and Cam Newton in New England. Obviously, Drew Locke is a player that a couple of years ago we thought it had a chance to maybe eventually develop into a starter, but there have been some discouraging signs over his first two seasons. So I think those are the four teams that make the most sense. But then what I think becomes really interesting is if Atlanta decides it's comfortable moving off from the fourth pick and teams start to realize that there may be a generational type piece that's not a quarterback, whether it's Kyle Pitts, whether it's Jamar Chase as examples, Florida tight end and LSU wide receiver, then we could see the bidding get kind of interesting for teams that just feel like, hey, if we're going to get one of those two players or our preferred choice of those two players, we may have to move ahead of Cincinnati, who's picking at pick five right now and certainly could use a tight end of Kyle Pitts' magnitude, which basically every team could. And then I would say that the, another wide receiver, I understand they've got T. Higgins, they've got Tyler Boyd, but I don't know if that's a luxury pick. I look at it as three wide receivers are kind of essential in today's NFL, especially with the offense they seem intent on running with Joe Burrow. So I think all sort of teams are worth monitoring, but the four that I began with that have sort of a quarterback need still mm. are the most logical to, uh, at least in my eyes, to at least make some phone calls. Yeah, yeah, obviously you get a quarterback, now you want to make sure you give him as much weapons as you can. Field, we're going to leave it right there. We appreciate you as always, and again, and I apologize if we put you on the spot. We're just trying to have some fun with the game this morning. And if you weren't comfortable with it, man, <laughs> no, I, I feel good. bad about that, but if we're just having some fun with no, it. You know, I'm going to feel bad. I, if, if the Giants fans uh, start chirping at me, I'm going to send them directly to Bart Scott, because, <laughs> or Chris Candy for that matter. Chris is very popular still from his <laughs> yeah, playing days, and yeah, no one's going to mess with Bart. Works. They know better. <laughs> yeah. They know better not to mess with us, but uh, hey, Alan, you and I, though, we might have to find a way. We need bodyguards, right? So uh, yeah. those are our two bodyguards on Twitter. That's usually why I hang out with those guys, for sure. Tafil, thanks so much again. <laughs> have a good day. Be well. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Keyshawn J. Will oh, Zubin, man. presented by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Chris Candy in for the guys. So coming up next, the most unstoppable NBA player of all time. The debate continues after this from Sintas. Today, people expect a new level of clean. Cintas provides a wide range of essential products and services that help businesses keep their facilities and employees clean and safe. Cintas will keep you well-stocked with essential supplies like face masks, hand sanitizer, gloves, and thermometers. Cintas will hygienically clean and deliver your uniforms. Cintas also helps you protect employees and customers with first aid and safety supplies and fire protection services. Cintas helps you open your doors with confidence every day. Learn how Cintas can help you keep your business clean and safe at Cintas.com. Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Well, the countdown is on to the 2021 NFL Draft. Join me, L. Duncan, Kevin Degani. Full coverage of the first three rounds on ESPN Radio. Coverage begins Thursday, April 29th, 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. You'll get Keyshawn and Zubin back on Monday. Can I get the NFL draft chimes real quick? Can we get the chimes? The pick is in. The number two pick for J. Will and his wife, Nikki. A boy has been born. Congratulations. Hey, hey now. Congrats, J. Will. The only thing greater than thyself. Shaka. Never mind. I'm sorry. Or you could go lion. You could go Lion King. Yeah, but to Shaka. present him like Simba and just hold yeah, him up like this. Yeah. A weem away. See, everybody. Yeah, he like, said everybody, a everybody, <laughs> everybody got that one. See, every once in a while you got to remind him of the Shaka Zulu. You know okay, you want to take it back yeah, there a little yeah. bit? Okay. Shaka. Okay. All right. Zulu. I got you. That's Bart Scott. He's Chris Candy. I'm Alan Hahn. We're filling in for now, and we've been arguing over a whole bunch of different mm. things, and we invite you to be part of the argument. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And we were talking earlier, and this is carrying over from really yesterday's show, uh, as we were just debating, Kevin Durant made his return with the Nets. You'll see him again this weekend. They play the Lakers in Brooklyn on ESPN, on ABC. Uh, 8.30 is the game. And KD just steps in after missing 22 games, doesn't miss a shot, just looks you know incredible. And so Bart's reaction was, he's the, he's the, the most unstoppable scorer in the history of the game. And I just felt like he's great. But I felt like prime Michael Jordan was the most unstoppable player uh, in the game ever. Because, again, it was also different rules back then where you could literally just clobber him with a forearm and it was just a simple foul. Not, you know, they don't go and review it and then we'll go through a a flagrant one. Now you get the ball and the shots. No, none of that stuff anymore. (laughs) There's no, like, you know, $10,000 fines for hard fouls. None of that stuff. You just play. So it was a different time. But we were getting some tweets about it. And a couple of them are, and then I'll let I'll let Chris chime in. Uh, Mark Henderson said Bernard King would be an interesting discussion. He mm-hmm. was a great scorer, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And, but- and the only way to stop him was to break his fingers. I mean, that's how the Celtics. That's how the, the, he took the Celtics in a, in a Knicks team where it was just him and a bunch of dudes on the Knicks. 
and they got to Game Seven of the '84 Conference Semifinals. Yeah, but Bernard his fingers King were got all busy. broken. Yeah, Bernard still King is a legend, a Nick legend. A yeah. lot of people don't remember how good he was because well, he was, what, what he he was another guy hurt. What would he have been without the knee injury? Right, first one to come back from that, you know, ACL. ACL. Yeah, right. yeah. Imagine him and Patrick Ewing were t- actually teammates. They never actually played together. Right. Larry Bird told me a story one time when we were talking about great players from his era. Larry Bird, obviously, one he could be in this conversation as one of the most right. unstoppable players. But Bird, when we talked about, and I, Kenny Smith always says, like, who do you, who, you, the night before you don't sleep, that's yeah. when you know that guy's good. Yep. Right? And so Bird said he was never afraid of anyone, but he was scared of Bernard King. Like he said, I'm, I wasn't afraid of anybody. I played against anyone. Mm-hmm. But Bernard King scared you. Yeah. Because Bernard King, it's like when, you, when the game, when the ball tipped, he went from like, you know, nice guy, hi, how you doing, to just I want to kill you. Mm-hmm. And you whoa, like, where'd this come from? Like, he was just that kind of player. He was that kind of score. So I always found that interesting that a great player like Larry Bird would give him that kind of props. So there's one. Uh, someone else, Rocco uh, on Twitter, said the most dominant offensive player in his prime was Julius Irving, the good doctor. Uh, that's that's a, a bit of a stretch. I love Julius. Now, is his prime the ABA version of Dr. J? Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's so many people I'll put before Julius, but you know I'm a I'm a huge fan of, of Julius. But I mean I mean I think I guess we should say top five because people get offended when you say the best. If you go top five, then you're like you know like who's your top five? The Chris Rock movie, your yeah. top five. Mm-hmm. Then you can you can agree to disagree. But when you just go say no, you know this guy emphatically, people people take offense to that. Chris, do you have a, a, an offer to this one? Well, you know how I feel about it. I, I'm I'm with you on the Michael Jordan one. I, I believe that he's still the most prime Jordan, prime Jordan, the most unguardable force the NBA has ever seen. I mean, you think back to that that '86 playoff series he had with the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. I mean, he dropped, he dropped 63 in yep. Game Two, and that's they that's lost. MVP Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, he lost, but he lost, but he was still trying to figure out who how to win in the NBA and think about who he was playing with. Like, that was Michael Jordan putting the rest of the NBA on uh-huh. notice. And then we can talk about a series that he actually won, that NBA Finals in 93 against the Suns. And, oh, by the way, he dropped 55 mm-hmm. in Game 4 after that overtime loss in Chicago in Game 3. Just to let Charles Barkley and them know it's not going to happen, we still going to win that third championship. Like, Jordan has all of those moments where you see the competitive greatness come out, yep. but you also see the skill set. And to me, those two have to go hand in hand. You can't talk about being the most unguardable guy and not be able to create those types of moments. And it's, again, it's not disrespecting anyone else. It's just that if you remember him in his prime, and we all do, yeah. like that's as good as I've ever seen. Tune yeah. in to an NNL East rivalry Sunday night. The Braves host Bryce Harper and the Phillies. Coverage Sunday night baseball begins 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, 7 p.m. ESPN. And a controversial ending for the Mets. We'll discuss next.